When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, myself, John Kelly, along with Jeremiah Stringer. <laughs> am I even looking straight right now? Because I am blind yeah. as a bat right now, yeah. Jeremiah. <laughs> Yes, you are. You're looking straight straight at the camera, but, but your right eye is a bit to the right. Which one? Your right eye. Is that much better? Yeah, I mean. I my nose. It's in the middle of them. Yeah, yeah you look great. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Happy everyone. Happy Halloween, everybody. Oh, my goodness. So, John. I can't even see what you're wearing. Man. I got I to gotta take this thing back because I can't. <laughs> Do you see? Not gonna lie, I'm blind as a bat. I can't see a daggone thing, dude. Can you see my outfit? Oh man, are, are you Steven Tyler? No, I'm a witch. Is that what that is? I'm a witch. Yeah, you look like Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> oh, we're wearing costumes for uh, oh, people man. that are just oh, listening. Man. Yeah, so it's a uh, it, man. I can tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. This is going to be a good night. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. <sighs> it's going to be a good night. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. Jeremiah, I remember last week. Um, <coughs> I think I'm allergic to Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> last night, or last week, we talked about how we are ranked in the uh, top 100 podcasts. Yeah, that's According wild. to Good Pods. Yeah. Well, well Jeremiah, I want to show you something that's even cooler. You ready for this? Yeah, let's see it. If you go to Feedspot and look up the 15 best backpacking podcasts, number one on that list is Out Alive from Backpacking. Um, <laughs> but but they also have a lot of money and they make a magazine and everybody loves them. So yeah, that makes sense. But at number two, the backpacking podcast. Oh, that's what I like to see. Check that out, man. Number two. According to Feedspot, and, and according to their website, let me go up here to the top. It says uh, they rank their podcasts from thousands of podcasts on the web and ranked by traffic, social media, followers, and freshness. Well, if there's one thing you can't argue with, we are keeping it fresh. I mean, look at us, dude. You got, you oh, got a Spider-Man mask. <laughs> I have a witch costume. You know how far I had to dig in our old Halloween costumes to find this? Man, it's amazing. Although uh, the Pizza Ninja did just ask if you are the uh, Go Next Poop Witch. <laughs> so I'll get you my pretties. 
you you knew something with the poop was going to come. I mean, that, that's going to happen. So, uh, man, we got some great stuff. We got Jeremiah looks like the red bearded slash. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Chris Oconey, Weird Al. Um, <laughs> I didn't know I tuned into Howard Stern. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, look at these locks, man. You got black hair tonight. Oh, man, this is so funny right now. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, anyways. So uh, this is going to be a great podcast. But before we get started too far into this, we want to say a huge thank you to our sponsor for this episode. And that is Outdoor Beards. As many of you know, Outdoor Beards has been our main sponsor on this podcast for a long, long time. And we are grateful for everything they have done for us over the years. And uh, want to say a huge thank you to them. Uh, if you've never been to backpacking or have never been to outdoorbeards.com before, it's a fantastic website. Uh, they've got everything on here. You've got beard gear, balm, oils, soaps, lip balms, mustache wax. You can even go make bundles where you can pick out all of your favorite scents uh, and try them out and see what you think about it. Jeremiah, I don't know about you, but I'm a huge fan of Outdoor Beards and all of the awesome stuff that they're doing. Yes, man. Love it. They keep your beard fresh. They'll have your beard looking fantastic. And if you spend $35 right now, uh, absolutely free shipping. So make sure to use our code to get a discount. Backpacking, whenever you're checking out, to get 10% off. Huge thank you to OutdoorBeards.com. Yes, thanks, guys. We appreciate you so much for being our sponsors for so many years. Now let's get back to things here. Uh, real quick, we got an awesome super chat. want to make sure we get this on here from... Derwin off the rails, Darwin's alter ego. He said, we're number two in the charts, but number one in our hearts. That's so, right. Appreciate that, man. That was so nice. Um, there was also a, another one earlier, another one from Derwin. And uh, I don't know what that is, but it's a lot of leaves and eyeballs. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the stern jungle. <laughs> Here we are. All right, so let's go ahead and bring on our guest. You guys know him as Midwest Backpacker. We know him as Jeremy LaCroix. Let's welcome our guest, Mr. Midwest Backpacker, Jeremy Spider-Man LaCroix. Oh, look at him. Look at him. Great minds think alike. That's all I can say, man. Great minds think alike. Happy Halloween, Jeremy. Welcome to the show. Oh, he disappeared. <laughs> He disappeared. You think it's because uh, Spider-Man was losing his mask? I think so. Oh, there he is. There he oh, is. Oh, Peter Parker in the flesh. Man, Peter Parker got old. <laughs> no, <laughs> man, you look great. Oh, How are you doing, fellas? Oh, we're, we're having How fun, How have you not man. been on here until now? I don't know. I took it personally. Did you? <laughs> Well, you're on here now, and you don't have to do a show with other people. You're on here by yourself. I know. It's good to ditch that Pelton guy. <laughs> you mean the one who commented already on this podcast, almost? Yeah, he almost made it to the end of a hike. Oh, <laughs> the trash talk begins. Oh, man. So just so people know, uh, Rob Pelton and Jeremy are two of the best friends, and they have known each other for years. They do a lot of backpacking together. Uh, they're on a lot of each other's videos, so uh, you may see some comments from him all night in the uh, in the comment section. Please read them all. 
Yeah, what's the no. deal with the uh, almost, Jeremy? Why does he say almost? Well, that's my trail name. Um, I got it in Colorado. As you know, in Colorado, there's a lot of false summits. And I've been known to say we're almost there way too many times. <laughs> and so it, it, it's a little annoying, I guess. It seems like there's a lot of people that know that's your name, too. I guess, you know, it's, it could be worse. It could be worse. could be worse. Well, so, uh, Jeremy, um, I remember the first time I met you. We were hiking in Wisconsin. Yeah. And uh, you weren't having such a good trip, man. Yeah. There's nothing like being on a trip with some big YouTube guys like you, Dan Becker, uh, the Shill Brothers. And I'm tossing my cookies the whole time. <laughs> oh, is this pictured rocks? Yeah, it was. No, no it was this was uh, yeah, it's Kettle Moraine up oh, in uh, okay. Wisconsin. And uh, yeah, Jeremy spent most of the time with a green tint to his skin. So, oh, dude, what happened? Same trip, I believe you got COVID, right? That's the same trip where at the end I realized I had COVID. Yes, and I think I gave it to one of the Shill Brothers. Thanks. That it, well, and the thing was, we didn't know it was COVID back then, because yeah. that was in February of 2020 before it like was supposed to even be stateside yet. So I was one of the lucky few. Yeah, that was a very rigorous trip with a lot of miles and a lot of outdoor cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is the deal would you, here? Would you like to uh, expound upon that? Uh, yeah, in true uh, Dan Becker style, we uh, got food <laughs> from a bar and bought our firewood at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I remember this. Did somebody stop on the side of the road and offer y'all Girl Scout cookies? Is that? Yeah, we each got a box of Girl Scout cookies. Because I think because they recognize Dan. So. Well, it's, it'd be okay with keeping Dan around if it's worth uh, some oh, yeah. free Girl Scout cookies. Well, and honestly, that burger was way better than my dehydrated meal I was going to be eating later. So I can't complain too yeah, much. Although those trail tacos that you and Rob had were pretty good. Well, they're good going down. <laughs> <laughs> Not so good, though, <laughs> on the other way out. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Should we get. Uh... The problem was with, with Jeremy, they came back out the way they went in, which is the problem. So, yeah. So it was, it was uh, a rough time. It was a long trip. <laughs> but Jeremiah, we did do one thing that I thought was one of the coolest things I've ever done on a backpacking trip. What's it? We strung up four hammocks in a shelter. Yeah, I saw in the videos, and I don't know how that you all would fit all that in there, but somehow the farting and the snoring, I can only imagine being <laughs> four four hammocks hanging in the shelter. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, I thought. It was very cozy. I was like this far away from Chad from UGQ. <laughs> oh, speaking and I, of. I, me, and me and Rob Pelton were right on top of each other, basically. So, Hey, let me ask you guys this. I was looking on Instagram today, and a video popped up of Chad at UGQ. And it was him and Joe Robinette. Did you all see this uh, Quillo product that yeah, they come the out with? Yeah, the pillow they're making. Yeah, mm -hmm. what, what did you all think? Because I saw it, it, like, tucks in, and it makes a pillow, and it's a down blanket. And it's a sleeping quilt if you kind of tuck it in. What, what do y'all think? I thought it was 
it looks pretty cool. I mean, anytime you go backpacking, you want a multi-use thing, right? So if it can do three different things, cool. I want to know how much it weighs. Well, I'd say it's pretty light. Let's be honest. All, I, there's two of them. Yeah. There's, there's a big one and a little one. Well, let me give it a goog. I'll see how much it weighs. You gonna you gonna look it up? Quillo UGQ, right? I looked at it earlier. I didn't look and see how much it cost or anything. I I like that it had. It's basically like a little pocket at the end that you can put your feet in. But is, is it down? Uh, yeah, ultralight down. summer quilt or liner, twelve ounces. I wonder wonder how warm it is. It's eight fifty feel. Or you can get there the 15 right ounce here. deluxe. You looking at it? Yeah, I got it right here on the screen. Yeah. Will that let you zoom in any? Yeah, I mean, we can when we get closer. Okay. So, there's some of the fabric for it. So, they got that camo. Is that like a chameleon camo? Like you can yeah, probably he, get it custom, It's like that right? Cryptek. He likes that Cryptek camo. Yeah, but it looks like you can customize it. The thing with UGQ is typically you can pick out like whatever fabrics and like whatever fill power. Oh yeah, that's power. over here on the side. You can pick out your different colors: inner shell, outer shell, and then outer. I guess you can do these colors too, just solid colors. But they've got different um, colors you can pick that are that are in here. It looks like. Yeah, but it looks like it's only eight fifty. Feel is the only, and I guess the twelve ounce is two hundred dollars. It's 12 ounces and it's $200. How much is the 15 ounce? Does it give you the option to change it? Is that the deluxe? Yeah, That was probably. the junior. The 15 ounce is $185 and it's 15 okay. ounces. What's the junior? Is that for just like that was the first one. small yeah, that was the first people? One. I yeah, guess, but it, maybe it, for kids or little yeah, ladies. It weighs a little bit less. Hmm. Well, it says the junior is $165. Oh, okay. And I guess that's if you use the regular outer shell fabric and just pick a color. Mm -hmm. But the moment you put this Cryptek stuff on, or the uh, they got the Prim, they got the OD ink, hex cam, and Cryptek, and they're thirty five dollars to do those on the outside of your pillow. Well, Jeremy, you you have a hammock, right? You typically hammock camp. Is that something that you would use in the hammock in the summer? Uh yeah. I mean, if it does, it say what it's rated for? What temp? Mm, let's see. Let's go down here to uh, temp rating is fifty degrees. Uh -huh. It's summertime. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I mean, for the really warm, warm nights up here, that, that might be a good one. I just don't understand how to use a pillow that I can't use as a pillow if I'm going to use it as a quilt. Well, it doesn't say you get to use it as both. I think you got to pick one use or the other, but I do what I do see what you're saying there. Like, if yeah, you, this is one of those things where the multi-use isn't actually multi-use because you can't use it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you and can't it's a 12 use a 12-ounce pillow or a 15-ounce pillow. That's a heavy pillow. That's heavier than the Nemo uh, Philo pillow, which is 9 ounces. Oh, yeah, and I like the Nemo Philo. And that's a heavy pillow. So. I don't know. I would give it a try. I'll tell you what. If one of you guys who's watching right now or ladies that's watching this right now will go ahead and buy one for each of us to try out. <laughs> um, yeah, send me an email. I'll send over we'll an send address. You our addresses. Myself, Jeremy, and Jeremiah will all love to try this out. I think, uh, I, I mean, I'm speaking for you guys, but I would say that you'd be okay with that if somebody bought us each one of those, right? I'll, I'll, yeah. Okay, I was, I was getting nervous there for a second. I thought you guys were interested. <laughs> no, I would if take one. Those, we'll, we'll, we'll take them out and use them and see what happens. Now, so it, for all the people who are listening and not watching, um, these are basically down, 
uh, blankets slash quilt slash pillow things. It all tucks together, makes a, a big pillow, or you can open it up and it's a blanket. Um, if that sounds like something you're interested in, go over to UGQ Outdoor. UGQ Outdoor has so much good stuff. Yeah, I've got good I think, stuff. four UGQ quilts, and uh, they make killer stuff. So definitely check them out. Yeah, the um, down pillows, though, somebody put in the comments, um, they will compress. But you know who uses a down pillow, if I remember correctly, is Miyagi. And he, I, I believe, his was just like aired up, but then there's like a layer of down sewn in. He does all the crafty stuff for people that don't know. Yeah, he he actually made one of those, and that's what I use, is it's half inflatable, and then on the top, it's down. Yeah. So somebody in the chat said the down compresses, which I feel like is true. There's probably so much down in that um, that blanket that it's not going to go flat on you. But well, I know. And there's enough material from it being folded where it's going to keep your head up a little higher too. Right, right. There's trips on the trail online. Did I see Miyagi in here too? Yeah, trips. Yeah, there it is right there. And I got to put this up here because we did get um, – Get a really cool comment here from Miyagi. He uh, said, your actual trail name is Shaggy McFlag. <laughs> I don't know why he says that. <gasps> uh, I don't know if we need to know, but I just figured I'd put that up there for you. <laughs> he, he, like, he likes to make fun of me because my voice cracks a lot. Uh, uh, so you so. sound like Shaggy. Can you give us a, a zoinks? Zoinks! Love <laughs> it. Oh. Love it. Well, it is uh, it is good to see Miyagi and Trips in the chat. Um, I mean, I don't want to say too much or overstep my bounds, but I know that they've been dealing with a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I believe it's Trips' sister. Actually, she made a GoFundMe to help out with some uh, medical expenses with Trips. And uh, if anybody wants to check it out, there, see, John just pulled it up. He's got it on the screen. Uh, Tripp's name is actually Susan. Susie's stage three breast cancer fight. We are cheering her on every step of the way. And so far on that GoFundMe, they've raised $11,420. So, yeah, that's that's incredible. I know, you know, fighting cancer, that is expensive. So, um, you know, shout out to her sister for setting that up. And uh, Tripp's actually posting an update. I I read it the other day, you know, it was like uh, last week, I believe just kind of giving some uh, insight on how she's doing and uh, how her fight is going. So, uh, John, you want yeah. to put that link in the description whenever we... Yeah, we'll uh, make sure that ends up in the description uh, on Wednesday when everything goes live. Uh, so if you're listening and uh, you'd like to, to put some money towards that to help out, uh, you'll have the link for that. Also, for anybody watching, you're seeing it on the screen, you know what it looks like. Uh, we'll all put that in the video description as well. Um, man, I don't know a single person who hasn't been touched by cancer. And, uh, I think, I think every one of us has someone we love who's had it. And I know in my family, uh, that's what my father passed away from. I had a grandmother die from cancer and, uh, cancer is just a curse word in our family. It's just one of those words we don't like. And so we're cheering, we're cheering on trips big time because, uh, she owes us all another backpacking trip. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah. We love her to death. I can't wait to see her. So, but, uh, love you trips. let me ask you something, Jeremy. Just got to know this. Oh, boy. Got to know. How did you and Miyagi become good friends? Because when I met you, you didn't really know Miyagi all that well. But no. that's changed a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, well, 
You know, my, Miyagi was just a fanboy of the channel, and I decided to have a little pity on him and go camping with him, and it all kind of evolved from there. No. We we just went camping together. We both had YouTube channels. We're like, dude, let's hook up. We don't live that far away. We went hiking. Uh, it was a uh, very interesting trip, and uh, things just evolved from, or I don't know if evolved is the right word, devolved, or went downhill from there. <laughs> Are y'all so, both a funny conversation? A funny conversation you and I had about Miyagi, and it wasn't really about Miyagi. It was about a friend of Miyagi's. Um, do we we all know who I'm talking about right now, Mr. Milosh? Um, yeah. Jeremy swore the guy couldn't be real. Mm -hmm. I think I think in that that trip up in Wisconsin, you and I were talking about it. <laughs> do you think he you was like, fake? Milosh can't be real. That's got to be an act. It can't be real. <laughs> And uh, Rob, when did you get Rob to actually Pelton go hiking with him for the first fake. time? Who does? Oh, boy. Pelton. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's like a put-on, like an act? Yeah, he does. That's so, so funny. How dedicated now, would you have you, to be? When did you meet, when did you meet Milos? Got to know. When did you actually meet him? Uh, I think him and Miyagi came up on a spear hiking trail, and we went for a hike, and uh, I think Milos's uh, Instagram handle is Milos is real, so uh, <laughs> he's got to be real, right? Uh, I just remember when we did uh, pictured rocks with him, okay. and uh, I saw things from Milos I never thought I'd ever see from another backpack. <laughs> Easy, so. it's a family show here, John. <laughs> I didn't give any details. Um, I'm just yeah. kidding. John is still in therapy about it. <laughs> yeah, it's never it's never quite healed up i think my glasses i, I actually need more powerful glasses after <laughs> oh that's funny yeah dude miyagi he planned a trip and uh jeremy you were on that trip in the smokies i remember mm -hmm. dude you, was milos on that one no milos wasn't on that one unfortunately okay. i i still haven't gotten to meet him i don't think it's fake but uh no. i was just oh, thinking it's not I was just thinking about you on that trip. Miyagi had planned it, and well, you you seem to be in really good shape. Like uh, I I'm I was barely keeping up. You know, I I might as well have been the caboose. But dude, you are like <laughs> shot out like a rocket, dude. You were first one to camp. You got prime. I remember you camped down by the river one night. Me and Jason come in about dark. You're already there. You're already <laughs> setting up your hammock. And I was like, he's got the prime time spot. So maybe there's something to this faster backpacking pace that you got. Oh, it, I'm I don't know. You, it, when we were doing, we we're doing pictured rocks. He would start with us and then he's gone. And you would just be like, where's Jeremy? And we'd get to the beach and he'd been sitting there for 45 minutes. <laughs> What's the deal, bro? Like just chilling on the beach. I, yeah. I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, but I don't have a chill mode. So <laughs> I, can, I, I, I can relax. I can chill out. As long as I get like 15, 20 miles in before that. 15 or 20 but, miles in before that. John, do you hear this? 15 miles in one day for me? I'm like, better not do that again tomorrow. That was a long day. This guy, though, I mean, he's a, he's a speed demon. I mean, he just takes off and he's gone. Like, you're talking to him and you're having a good conversation. You're thinking, oh, we're going <laughs> to together. And then he goes, hey, man, I'll see you. And he's gone. And like, I'm talking, it's not like he's gone and you see him hiking for a while ahead of you. I'm saying he's gone and he's gone. Like you blink and where did he go? I mean, he's just, it's unreal. It's but unreal. you are likely to see me again because I've been known to get lost. <laughs> and uh, 
Elton knows this quite a few times. Uh, you know, I hike quite a bit faster than him, and somehow he gets ahead of me. Like uh, <laughs> two weeks ago, we're Miyagi, uh, Jason Kelly, and I went up uh, to Pictured Rocks again, and uh, we through hiked it. And Miyagi did an itinerary where our second day was supposed to be 30 miles. They got up at three o'clock. I got up at five o'clock and I got lost and actually ended up doing about 37 miles. <laughs> so they beat me to camp, but uh, it was a long day. Well, girl plus dog adventures knows what you're up to. She says, Jeremy chills with his Doritos. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've noticed if every you one of your hike trips. With Doritos, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> hey, we've been uh, we've been getting some comments in here. I'm gonna. Uh, I think Jeremy or Jeremiah. I think this is a good idea, and I think we should just go ahead and do it if it's cool with you. But uh, you Riff got? Outdoors said we should take every super tip tonight and donate it to trips. Oh, it's a fantastic idea. I love. Uh, that. I say we do that. I say we do that. And uh, Brian Winburn, he's already given five dollars to that. So if you want to help out tonight and you want to give to to help with the uh, the GoFundMe, guys, just go ahead and you can give those here, and we'll just make one big donation from the Backpacking wow. Podcast family, um, and uh, we'll just make that there for trips and, and Miyagi, just to say we love them, and uh, we're praying and hoping that she heals up quickly. So we'll do that tonight. Does that sound good to you guys? Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. a great idea, Riff. Awesome. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah, and I think I think Brian Winburn was thinking the same thing. So uh, let's definitely do that tonight. Everybody who uh, who gives a super chat tonight, we're going to send that straight over there uh, to to trips. That's going to be awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, Jeremy, I, I got to know. You've used a lot of gear, a mm -hmm. lot of gear. So I want to know favorite backpack. Oh, right. <laughs> Right now, my favorite backpack is from Pilgrim UL. It's a really little company out of Utah. Uh, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he just went full-time to doing backpacks. It's called the Highline. It's, uh, I believe, a 40-liter backpack. Only weighs like 18 ounces, and it has a frame. Yeah. Wow. I've uh, I've been looking at their stuff, man. Uh, it's It's kind of like reminding me a little bit of Chicken Tramper back in the day. Just the, it's, it's, it's starting slow, but I have a feeling in a couple of years that you're going to hear a lot about Pilgrim UL. Uh, and a nice thing about that one too, is it's all seam sealed as well. That's cool. That's oh. really cool. We're seeing the super chats coming in guys. Keep sending those in. We'll make sure that uh, we take care of things with all that tonight. Um, okay. So that's your backpack, Pilgrim UL mm -hmm. tent. I know you don't do a tent often, but if you're going to have to use a tent, what tent are you using? I've got a duplex that I take when I go to Colorado. Yeah, duplex. Nice. Yeah. I use and, duplex. And, and, and uh, a lot of people are going to call me on this one, but uh, I just ordered a hot tent. Oh. Nice. Call you on it. What are they going to call you? Brilliant. I did a video a while back. Hot tents <laughs> suck. Change my mind. <laughs> that's fantastic so, yeah it, it's it's got a place uh for solo winter camping i think a hot tent is nice yeah miyagi took me in a hot tent and uh me bridget trips him we're all sitting in there playing cards and i was like 
yeah, I could get used to this. He was over there cooking on the stove, you know, making us some eggs, whatever, frying stuff up. I was like, yeah. And so, meanwhile, it was like. So you're ready to come to the Bonder Waters this year, huh? Well, I don't know about those In negative temps. The <laughs> negative temps, man. When you start getting, you're like, oh, wind chills 40 degrees below Fahrenheit. I, I start thinking, yeah, that'll probably kill me, man. I have this a little <laughs> southern blood. It's thin. Well, I tell you what, you sit in the hot tent, you sit by the campfire, you eat bacon, and you chop wood. You'll stay warm. <laughs> eat, drink, chop wood, repeat. Basically. Watching you guys chop wood, I'm like, man, that's how they're keeping warm this whole time. They're chopping the a ton of wood. Oh, yeah. And the best part is when you go, they have privies up there, little toilets, right? So they don't stink at all because they're just an ice block. <laughs> He dropped the deuce and it freezes <laughs> within the hour. Well, that's that's hilarious. That's absolutely you'd be hilarious. surprised though when you when you pull them down and sit on there, you have so much adrenaline you don't get cold. Do you? <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you Take ever? Your word for it. Do you ever sit on the privy with your pants not pulled down to warm the seat up? Sit there for a couple minutes and then you pull your pants down. Oh no! You no. never do that. You, when it's cold like that? Yeah. No, you wait until that sucker's about ready to pop out, and then you pull them down. <laughs> oh, you, you're just buying your time. <laughs> you're just waiting until you, you can't wait anymore. Then you run to the toilet. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't lollygag. <laughs> it's emergency situations only. That's so funny. Well, if you have proper control, you know how to do it right. <laughs> if you have proper control. <laughs> yeah, dude, you hey, northerners. The- we got a question about your your hot tent. This is a great question from Doc Watson. He says, uh, "Did you get a hot tent that you can hang a hammock in?" Oh. No. the The problem is those hot tents have to be so big, and plus, I sleep in a bridge hammock, which, as you know, is wider because of the the bars on the end. So, I've got I can sleep on the ground, you know, in the middle of winter. It, plus, the reason why I got a hot tent is, you know, it gets dark at five p.m. So you have five hours in the dark and either you're going to sit by the campfire or go in your sleeping bag and sitting by the campfire for five hours by yourself. Uh, I don't know. I just get bored. Yeah. That'd be, that's lonely. You wait, know, wait, you get bored. Yeah, I've, I could, I me. couldn't ever believe that. Like Jeremy, like you're that guy that likes to sit around and do nothing for hours at a time. <laughs> well, and the problem is when, when it's dark and icy, you can't hike. Right. So you just got to sit there. So. We got some great super chats coming in from everybody, man. This is awesome, guys. I, I, I I'll tell you, it, it, it's touching. I guess the best way I can put it is that is that fair, Jeremiah? Yeah, absolutely. And if uh, anybody missed it, we were talking about it earlier. Yes, um, a few people had the idea of using tonight's super chat to help donate to um, Trips as she is battling cancer. So uh, we're cheering her on. Prayers out to her. And yes, absolutely. Um, you know, feel free, throw it in the super chat and we'll get it over to her. Now, Absolutely. Jeremy, um, I there's one thing specifically that I definitely wanted to talk to you about on tonight's episode. And the main reason is, is because I'm jealous of you. Okay. I'm jealous because you got to go to, as you called it, Al Royal. I, I think I mispronounced it. Al Royale. 
You said it has an E on the end. So what's the deal? It has the E, but it's only pronounced Royal. Okay. Well, this location is located. It's Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. It's what, like uh, five or six hours by ferry in Michigan? Yeah. The, the thing is, it's 20 miles from Minnesota. Wait, what? It's part of Michigan. Yeah. Isle Royal is 20 miles off the shore of Minnesota and Canada. It, you can almost see it from Canada. You can on a clear day. So when you go, do you have to drive to Michigan to get there, or can you take a? No. There, so there's what do you ferry, do? There's a ferry from the very northern point of Minnesota that only takes two hours, opposed to the six-hour ferry that comes from Michigan. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, but so on Isle Royal, there's Windigo, which is on the west side and rock harbor that's on the east side and all the michigan people come into rock harbor and if if you want to go all the way over to windigo it'll add another four hours on then there's businesses there's a few businesses on the island right yeah i mean it's mostly the national park there's there's a a hotel and a and a restaurant on that uh, rock harbor side there's a little store on the east side so uh, i hiked Four days from the east side over to the west side, mailed myself a resupply, and then hiked back to the uh, east side. Wow, mailed it. I mailed it. Well, no, actually, I didn't mail it. I brought it to the ferry, and the ferry boated it over to the uh, west side, but you can mail it, and the ferry delivers it. Okay, I want to talk about the backpacking, too, but I'm just curious, like, the people that work these... um stores or whatever are they riding the ferry daily or are there places they stay there through the week and then they leave on the weekend or they do like a rotation or how's that work i'm sure it's seasonal they they actually work for the same company that buckley works for uh but on isle royal they have dorms and they basically stay there the whole season and don't leave wow yeah that's, That's pretty a cool. unique lifestyle. I could see Buckley making his way up there and working a season. We just had him on the podcast, actually, and we were talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but, the, I mean, the hard part is, is, I mean, that's a long time to stay on that island. I agree. So, but you don't have anything to spend money on. So, And and how, how big is the island? Uh, it's 45 miles in width and 9 miles in height. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not big at all. So, but it, but it's interesting because there are some big inland lakes on that island. Mm-hmm. So there's an island on the lake on the island. It's 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 crazy. Is it Lake that Superior? Is, cool. is that where it's located? Yeah, it's right on Lake Superior. Okay, so you went there, and you for people that don't know, your YouTube channel is Midwest Backpacker. And um, yep. you actually upload uh, uploaded a three part series where you mm-hmm. took us along for the journey on your trip, and I watched it all. I thought it was really really interesting, and um, I wanted to know you 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 called it the trip of a lifetime. I want to know like how long were mm-hmm. you out there, and why why would you say that's a trip of a lifetime? Well, I went for nine days, which was longer than I uh, wanted to go, but those ferries only run on certain days. So uh, I made it nine days and it's the best thing that ever happened because 
I say when you go to Isle Royale, you have to go for at least a week because it's just like any sort of vacation where it takes you so long to kind of get out of normal life and get into the rhythm of hiking. And uh, just being on a remote island like that just made it much more relaxing. And as we previously talked about, I like to rush. And being on an island and the boat leaving was leaving on a certain day. So there was no point in rushing and trying to get down with my trip uh, real fast. So uh, I'd get into a rhythm of um, waking up super early, hiking my 15 or 20 miles, being done by like one o'clock, and then just relaxing the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. That's a change up for cool. you. So what days does it come? Because now I'm curious, like, because this is a trip I've been thinking about, and I'm now yeah. wanting to know, like, I want to go too. How, how yeah, that work. Yeah, I, 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 you'd have to look. I mean, the one from Michigan, it's a different ferry than the one from Minnesota. Okay. Uh, but uh, my my tip is, you know, it's it's a national park, and you don't uh, you don't have to book your your permit ahead of time, but you need to book that ferry ahead of time because they fill up. Okay. So they have a ton of ecotourism there then. Yeah. And most of the people come from Michigan and the east side of the island near Rock Harbor is super busy. So you want to try to get away from there if if you don't want to be with a ton of people. And one of the things is they do have uh, uh, shelters at the different campsites that are kind of uh, a three-sided shelter with a screen on the front, but if you want to get one of those, you have to get to camp early. So there's races. Are there races yeah. to camps every day? So what is just, yes. is it because you don't have to get a permit? And so they, anybody can camp anywhere and then they're just kind of overpopulated or what? Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to camp in one of their campsites, uh, but you can backcountry camp in certain areas if you're a certain distance off the trail. But it's a rush. Most of the people want to get those shelters if they're sleeping in a, t- in a tent. Yeah. Um, so just so they don't have to set up their tent. But the campsites get full too. I was there. Um, I went on Labor Day, and that was probably the mm-hmm. busiest time of the year. And Isle Royal is only open uh, in the summer. It's not open during the winter. So when I started, the store in Windigo was open, and when I got back, it was closed for the season. So you can't uh, you can't really go in September October. Uh, it's got to be when it's a little bit warmer. And I I think I heard that's because the lake gets too choppy. Yeah, I was wondering because I saw in your video that that store was closed, and I was like, wow. I mean, you said that it was open when you were just there, and I was wondering. I figured like at such a big lake, they don't really freeze, right? But I guess in the winter time, oh, yeah. the oh, a lake that size. Uh, not every year, but some years it does. Um, you've probably read about the moose and the the wolf problems that they've been having on the lake, and uh, they've been trying to introduce more wolves just to handle the moose population because on that little island there are over 900 moose. I was wow. wondering. Yeah, because I've seen several so, moose in your videos. Wow. Yeah, so, which, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to go there. I, I really love moose, but... <laughs> Uh, they had a problem with wolves where they keep on introducing them, but in the winter, when the lake freezes, they run for Canada. 
So yeah, are smart. you are you saying that they bring wolves in by boat and then they release them on the island to kill the uh, mm-hmm. moose, but then in the wintertime they head north? Well, they do that. They're doing better now, but they're having a problem with just the, the wolves not doing well. You know, they're inbreeding a little bit, and uh, the population keeps on falling, so they keep on trying to make it grow a little bit more just to handle the moose. I got you. It's interesting. Hey, I want to I want to throw a couple comments up here. Not going to do a lot of stuff, but here's here's a couple real quick. Uh, Rob Pelton, look at the love going on here. This community is amazing. Uh, the donations are rolling in, and uh, this one's awesome. It's from Trips. She goes, "You guys really know how to make a girl feel loved. Thank you all. You're incredible." So, good stuff there, folks. Good stuff. Keep those super chats coming in. Uh, we don't normally ask for money. As a matter of fact, we never ask for money on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, this is one time, unashamedly, you know, donate, help out. This is a big deal. So, uh, want to do everything we can to help out. Um, Miyagi said it's the longest ongoing wolf and moose research project in existence. So, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah one of the nice things about uh, hiking on that island is there aren't any bears. So you don't have to hang your food way up in a tree. You know, you hang it six feet off the ground to keep the foxes and the rodents away from it. But that's kind of nice not to hang your food way up there. Well, you now, seen... is that a place where you could hang it on your hammock and it's not a big deal? Uh, I probably wouldn't do that because like a lot of these national parks, uh, the rodents and those sort of things are really around the campsites because they've been fed by people. So, gotcha. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've seen uh, several, well, a bunch of wildlife in your videos, but several foxes, like one that was totally black with the <laughs> white tail tip. I've never in my life seen something like that. Yeah, and the thing is, I'm walking down a trail, and it's walking towards me, and it was like a game of chicken. And I had to get off the trail <laughs> because it just kept on going right past me. No respect. <laughs> Where's the respect yeah. of humans? <laughs> I guess they see so many people, and they're eating these scraps and stuff that – they're just kind of around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I figured. There's, a, there's another time I was walking, it was on the video, and I didn't see the moose, but I came up over a hill, and about eight feet away from me, I hear a thump, 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 and this moose just starts running away from me. It was like eight feet away, and I don't know who was more scared, her or me, but <laughs> we both kind of surprised each other. So you were really glad that wasn't a bull. Yeah, because it was there in rut when we were up there, too. Oh, um, wow. Are you serious? But, yeah, but the, the one thing, they give you a speech when you get off the boat, and they should probably rethink saying this, but they say no uh, person has ever been injured by a moose on Isle Royal. So, you know, I'm not very smart. I see a moose, and I'm like, hmm, no one's ever got hurt. Maybe I should go a little bit closer let's go pet him let's go pet him and see what happens yeah. you're playing the no, odds I didn't do that. <laughs> oh you look like you've seen a okay. lot of moose man uh i saw three of them but you'd be surprised people i saw people who've been out there for a week and they hadn't seen anything so well didn't you go to you went to some of the more remote parts though right like i seen you did uh like an easy trail yeah. and there's a bunch of people around like you said around the docks and yeah. all that and then it looked the, like you the, went totally isolated like hard trails yeah i wouldn't say it's totally isolated but it, it's 
the trail that is isn't walked as much and it's farther away from rock harbor um and i like that one that was probably my favorite trail i mean it wasn't super hard but the greenstone trail is the main trail that everybody takes from east to west it's kind of like the super highway with everybody on it and this one was to the north right along the shoreline and there's some really pretty bays and and water views up there so out of all the here's a great here's a great um fun fact if you guys want to hear it yeah Uh, if you cover yourself in mountain house moose and wolf will leave you alone (laughs) (laughs) i seen you eating mountain house man and wolves they will leave you alone because you're eating mountain house i believe that 100 percent. so old jason right (laughs) yeah he won't let you live that down (laughs) did you just get so tired of eating the other meals that you're like yeah i could eat some mountain house i'll slam that Actually, I just did that. I, I switched from peak refuel back to Mountain House because I was so sick of them. Mountain, Mountain House isn't that bad. Oh. oh. Okay, okay, hold on. This is something I wanted to oh. do, boys. This is something I wanted to do with you guys. Woo, I actually, buddy. <laughs> I actually <laughs> wrote this down. And I want to hear people in the chat, too. Please answer this in the chat. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Let's rank from worst to best a few of the most popular brands, and I'm just going to name some off the top of my head in no particular order, okay? So we already said Mountain House and Peak Refuel, so those will be on the board. Okay, yeah. you also have the um, the Alpine Starter or whatever those are called, and you have um, Gourmet. Is that Alpine Fuel? Is Packet that what it's gourmet. called? Packet Gourmet. Packet Gourmet. Alpine Fuel, is that what it's called, Jeremy? I don't know. Okay. Alpine, Alpine, I don't know. Alpine I don't something. know that Alpine one. And then there was one. I know what one. you're talking about, but I don't yeah. know the name. Okay, well, we'll throw that one out. So we got Peak Refuel, Mountain House. We have Packet Gourmet. Um, what was the other really popular brand? Um, Good to Go. Those are popular in the vegan, one. vegetarian, pescatarian. So we can throw that out, Jeremy, if you haven't had them. I haven't had that one. Okay. Have you had Stowaway Gourmet? I have not. Okay, well, mm. then let's just do Mountain House, Peak Refuel, and um, the Packet Gourmet. I haven't had a whole lot of Packet Gourmet. It's good for the few that I've had, but... Uh, Backpacker's have... Pantry, that's the other one. That's yeah, right, yeah, that's right. Yep. Backpacker's Pantry, that. that's the other one. A couple guys in here made comments about that. I mainly eat Peak Refuel and Mountain House. So I'd have to say Peak Refuel is better than Mountain House, but I was just so sick of it. I needed something new. I got you. I think I would say, I'd say Peak Refuel is the best. Alpen Air, that's what it is. That's like the brown bag with the black stripe, I think. Yeah, and the food tastes like the color. (laughs) (laughs) Poop brown. And it comes out the same way. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, monochromatic. <laughs> I'll say Peak Refuel is the best. I'd probably go with the uh, Packet Gourmet or the Backpacker's Pantry and then Mountain House at the bottom. But I have had the Mountain House lasagna, and everybody says it's not it's not the worst. And I would agree, but it also would not be my first choice. But I can see how you could get tired of the Peak Refuel. You know, they only have so many flavors. I'm I'm gonna say Stowaway Gourmet is the best, even though we didn't put it in the list. Like, I have yet to find anything that's even close as far as the just as far as I'm concerned. And then I put Peak Peak after that, 
And uh, Terry Young, just apparently that's all he likes is peak refuel. So just eat him at home. Let's let everybody see that right there. Um, I'm curious if you guys, if you guys had to name one frozen or uh, one freeze dried meal that is the best, what would it be? Mine would be the peak refuel biscuits and gravy. Oh, that Bison is really beer, good. black bean, chili. Yeah, right that, here. That, that, that is that the stowaway? It's the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. That's a stowaway gourmet? On trail. Yeah, stowaway gourmet. Um, I don't know. I, I would probably go with a peak refuel. The biscuits and gravy, I think, are really good. I had the, good. the beef pasta marinara, and I'll tell you, if you buy it, bring some salt. Um. Yeah. What's the one that you can put in a burrito? The sweet pork and rice. That's probably going to be my number one. If you put okay, that. So funny thing about that one, Jeremy, Jeremiah. What? Man, it's rough having a Jeremy and a Jeremiah. I know. Here. It's really not fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, Jeremiah, I would say um, the the sweet pork. I had that at the Red River Gorge a few weeks ago Yeah, at that meetup. It needs extra time. Definitely. It needs salt. Like, it's so sweet. Like, it's almost too sweet for me. Oh really? I thought yeah. It was good. I, that was the thing I came away with. It's just like it's really sweet. Wow. And uh, I mean, it's good. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's good. It's just I, man. I don't know. It's almost too sweet for me. Um, have you ever had uh somebody named it up here? Let me see. I was going to ask mile meals. The next mile. Yeah. They're mm. technically keto, but they're actually like really really good. Uh, they've got tacos. The, their tacos are really good, and some of their other stuff, but uh. They make some really good stuff. I was going to ask if y'all saw any in the comments that you hadn't uh, heard of or one that rung a bell that you really liked. Those good to go aren't bad. Ready-wise, um, but those are, that's are more survival meals, I think. I mean, Girl Plus Dog put up there for your bug-out box, but I'm pretty sure like I've only seen those as more of a survival meal than anything else. What's the one that uh, everybody likes the mac and cheese from? Oh, what is that? That's not you peak refuel, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jason loves it. Let me see if I can Google it. Mac and cheese, yeah, freeze dried. But it's it's not it's not freeze dried though. You have to actually mix it in your pan. Yeah. Oh, well, I put in freeze dried. Right, I guess right, I right on Trek. I think isn't it? Trek something. They got Trek something. Right on Trek. Right on. Is it trek? Right on Trek. Let me see if that's what it is. Ultimate okay, creamy mac and cheese, screen, Jeremiah. Right on track. So we, How do you say that? Right on track. Is it bechamel, bechamel style? Yeah, bechamel. Yeah, too. Bechamel? Bechamel, I think. Never had that fancy uh, mac and cheese. Besides right on track. I mean, I tried theirs. I thought it was I thought it was good, I, but I'm not really one. I've never sat down and been like, you know what I want for a full meal? Macaroni and cheese. You know, that's like a side dish. <laughs> Let's see if we can pull. You this obviously here. don't eat low carb, so uh, when I go when I go backpacking, you know, usually when I'm at home, I eat low carb, and not when we go camping. Oh, that looks good. It's five hundred the right there. <laughs> yeah, it, dude. It comes with all these toppings that are really good. Yeah, let me, got, let me see if I can. Uh, let's zoom this in. Maybe they got like oregano and parsley and onion, like onion uh, powder, grated parmesan, and Cholula. And it has sixty nine grams of carbohydrates. <laughs> sixty nine grams, Jeremy. Is that more than you eat in a week? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay. I didn't know if you were ultra low carb or not. Yeah, 1,080 2, calories. 2,530 milligrams of sodium. Because nobody eats a one-person thing. They eat oh, both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what's oh, yeah. the daily uh, recommended amount of salt? Uh, that's 110% right there. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, but you're backpacking, so that all goes out the window yeah you need extra salt whenever you're backpacking you're gonna be sweating that out for real man for that's real. that's what it looks like right there look at brian winburn said better stow away that wallet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what is that comment i want to put that up there uh oh it's, it's only like uh eight or ten back <laughs> because you could buy a steak at the cost of a stowaway gourmet just saying for real it's the same dude. cost as everybody else 15 to 15 to 17 18 dollars something like that yeah, the the biscuits and gravy that he named, uh, we were talking about it a couple of episodes ago, and I was like, I paid $30 for two of those, one for me and one for my wife. Uh, it is, I, it'll have to be, it'll get so expensive. You know those big buckets of like the, like the, the bug-in buckets where you just scoop it out and put it in water and it yeah. turns to paste? It's going to get so expensive that that's what we'll have to turn to is just the old nasty powder that's... Uh, you're basically drinking glue at that point. Drinking glue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what, you know what I'm talking about, right? The survival bucket. You can buy a, you can buy a five-gallon bucket of food, but it's just disgusting. I will stop backpacking before that happens. <laughs> yeah. Get a dollar box of Kraft mac and cheese. That'll do it. Doritos and beef sticks. <laughs> that is not low-carb. Doritos and beef Were you sticks. the one who had the, the beef sticks that went rotten on a trip? Oh, Was yeah. that you? Yeah. You know, they say don't open or refrigerate after opening. Yeah. yeah. They mean it. They mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell which, which trail was that on? Uh, Rob Pelton and I went down on Ozark Island Trail. Uh, I put my beef sticks in a Ziploc bag because I wanted to save a couple grams, right? And we got there, you know, I packed a week ahead of time. And we got there and I opened up and it was all green and fuzzy. But the same <sighs> trip, our resupply, uh, Pelton thought it was a good idea to put it in his resupply box that he mailed two weeks ahead of time, an avocado. Oh, my gosh. That did it keep? Well. I started to say avocados don't last for that long, do they? No. no. It kind of looks like the beef sticks. <laughs> oh, I figured it was mushy and brown and stinky. That sounds gross. Well, you guys were just trying to make sure in case you had any infections, you'd have penicillin on hand so you could take <laughs> care of that. Yeah, and, and that was actually the trip. When we got down there, COVID just hit, and we were just going into the woods, and my wife messaged me on my Garmin and said, the governor just closed the state. Wow. And we're like, what, what does that mean? Are we not going to be able to come home? So... It was a little cloud over that trip. That is yeah, I remember Jeremiah, myself, Ben McMillan, and uh, Jason were all out together backpack in the gorge. Mm -hmm. And we were reading all the articles as they were updating stuff. I guess it was like a week before everything shut down. Yeah, that was so. crazy times, bro. We only have the Do remnants you, now. Yeah, you kind of look at some of the things that we did back then. It was a little silly, but oh well. Yeah. Survive in advance. Sometimes you just got to survive in advance. That's there the only answer. Um, there's one other thing I was wanting to ask you about uh, about this trip that you were on. And it was, 
we have this running theme of poop here. We're all backpackers. People in the chat, thank you. And um, I saw one particular time in your videos while you were at Isle Royal, and you were talking about poop. Didn't see any other poop talk, just this one clip. And you were talking about just how amazing this open view was that you got to uh, enjoy while you dropped the deuce. And I was going to ask, <laughs> <laughs> how did that compare to your other poops while you're on trail and maybe the best poop that you have had on trail? Who knows? Oh, the best. Wow. I didn't take any pictures or anything, but there were some good ones. <laughs> well, that one. And the nice part about going up to the boundary waters, too, is usually the privies. You look out, and it's like a nice view of a lake. So this was going up a mountain, had to stop halfway, looking out over Lake Superior. It was beautiful. But one of the things that I don't publicize a whole lot is when I go hiking, I don't poop very much. Mm. I think that was my only poop in the woods that whole trip. Wow. He won the game. So, That's like practically winning the game right there. Well, you come in second <laughs> not, place. Not because I'm afraid to do it. It just, you know, when you're hiking long distance, sometimes you burn it off. Yeah, that is true. Your body right doesn't. Yeah, it just uses it all. Yeah. So, I mean, when I get to Rock Harbor or Windigo, I surely use the facilities. But uh, other than that, I'm pretty much good. Hmm. I see. And if you do have to poop on that trail, they don't really have any privies or anything built. It's more just like dig a hole squat. I, I, at the campsites, they do. Oh. But other than that, I, I think mm. they do. I, as I yeah, they do. They do. I remember, uh, you know, when I was camping out, when I uh, had to go number one, I because there's so many people around, I went in and used it. Is it one of those floating toilets, or are they like full-on outhouse, like closed in? Floating? Yeah, you don't know about the floating toilets? No. Well, you Isn't that an inner tube? <laughs> no, gross, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just poop in an inner tube? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I was talking about, you know, like when you're on trail and you, you reach a shelter or whatever and there's a privy, but it's not really a privy. Yeah. It is, uh, it is a, a wood platform with no walls. And just like yeah. a toilet yeah. that you're sitting on, yeah. and then you somebody... call that floating toilet. Just it's like a little fiberglass toilet. Yeah, I call it the floating toilet. I just made it up two minutes ago. That explains you know, why none of us knew what you were talking about. <laughs> if if <laughs> yeah. things are floating, they maybe need to clean that one out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. A no, moldering floating so privy. All of the campsites in the Boundary Waters and on the Spear Hiking Trail have those. I see. So well, it, and they it's had, nice because you don't get the, the, the poop tickets everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Well, and that was the thing when we did I've, – I've mentioned it before on here, but that was one of my favorite thi – oddly enough, one of my favorite things about doing pictured rocks. You got a great view every time you sit on the toilet. You know, you're out there in the open because you just go up over a hill. Nobody sees you, and you just do your business. So, yeah, look at it right here. <laughs> Yeah, trips you know, on the trail. That's how the privies in pictured rocks are. <laughs> Maybe they should use that on their marketing material. Come to pictured rocks because you can poop out in the woods. 
<laughs> I think it'd draw in people like us, but I don't know about the rest. <laughs> anytime, dude, anytime I tell one of my coworkers, like, oh, yeah, I'm going backpacking or whatever, and they're like, you know, there's no shower out there. There's no toilet. Like, where do you, where do you poop? And you're just like, anywhere you want, you know, within reason. <laughs> you're outside. Nature's your toilet. Well, it, 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 uh, it, it's funny because that's always the sticking point for most people. Isn't it's not odd? the it's not the not taking a shower. It's I'm not pooping in the woods. Like I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's always the thing that, that sticks with people. Can you stop using the word sticking when we're talking about poop? <laughs> <laughs> now that you said that, absolutely not. I will continue to say it. <laughs> well so Jeremy, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, man? Like uh let them know how they can how they can discover you on the interwebs. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty easy. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, it's all Midwest Backpacker. Now, real quick, there's a story behind that, that name. And I think it'd be cool if you told that story to everybody. How? Do, where did you come up with the name Midwest Backpacker? I don't know what story you're talking about. Uh, I heard it had something to do with Facebook. Well, I was looking for a name, and there used to be an outdoor store here in the Twin Cities called Midwest Mountaineering. That's kind of where I got the idea from. But after I came up with a name, I realized that I was also in a Facebook group, a large Facebook group called Midwest Backpackers. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oops! You found success in it, though, man. Shout out to you, dude. You got over 10,000 subs Thanks. on YouTube. Everybody go check him out. Absolutely. Thank and you. and and with it being the eve of, of Halloween, we did ask you earlier, will you give us one last story and tell us a little horror story from the trail? Horror story. Well, it doesn't have to be horror. Yeah. Uh walking behind Miyagi, that's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, having Miyagi walk behind you is scarier. Yeah, oh, you guys got to see my uh, video that's coming out. He struck again. He put a flag in the back of my backpack that was sticking up. So I looked like a little kid on the back of a bike or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, probably the most scared I've ever been on the trail when I was relatively new and probably everybody's had this happen. I'm walking by myself on the spear hiking trail in the dark, first night out. It's raining super hard. And something just gets up five feet away from me and scrambles through the woods. And I thought for sure it was a bear. I still don't know what it was, but then I made it to my campsite and like a couple hundred feet away and had to camp by myself alone that night. So I've had a number of bear encounters since then, and they don't really scare me that much. But that night uh, when I was new, uh, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep that night. Yeah, nice. I would tell nice. new backpackers bring earplugs. Cause oh, yeah. every little every little thing. Oh, there was one other. I was gonna ask you real quick. I know we're wrapping up, but go for it. Ask. Um, dude, there was like a storm while you're out, and you're on your oh. trip, and I saw a clip. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you hear yeah. anything? Yeah, during I, the night. Hard to forget. It was a huge windstorm that came in over the lake and I'm in my hammock and the trees are shaking and, and whipping me all around. And, you know, it didn't last that long, but the next morning when I woke up, 
there was a huge tree that fell like 25 feet away from my hammock. Yeah, dude. Wow. That was a big tree, too. That wasn't like just some little thing. That would kill you if that fell on top of you. Yeah. Well, at least it wouldn't be the bears. <laughs> That's wow. true. That's true. Insane, yeah. man. But the tree would probably yeah. do the job quicker than a barrel. That's for sure. Yeah. But you know what? I always tell my wife, I would rather get killed by a bear in the woods than have a heart attack at a cubicle. Amen. Yeah, dude. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. Now there's how you leave. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There is how you, that that's a great final walk-off statement right there. Drop the mic. <laughs> Jeremy, you're awesome, man. Thanks so much for being on tonight. Thanks, guys. Hang out, hang out in the green room for a little bit. We'll come in and talk to you. Peace. All right, brother. We'll see you in a little bit. All right. What, what a what a final statement, man. Yes. And fu- fun show. Awesome. Incredible final statement. Drops the mic, walks off stage. Absolutely. So we came down with 20 super chats tonight. I haven't added up the number yet, but we'll be sure to put that on Instagram and let people know what we were able to raise tonight. Uh, but we definitely raised a lot of money, which is fantastic. So we love you, Trips. We're hoping this can help out. Um, I was thinking about something, Jeremiah. What's that? So when I went to Pictured Rocks, I remember thinking to myself, Miyagi didn't do anything to me on this trip. Is there something wrong? Because like... <laughs> I've been on other trips with him. I've had him throw like horseshoes at me, you know, like, but nothing. Yeah. And then the other day I'm talking to my wife and I'm like, why is this huge rock sitting in our car? She goes, you don't remember this? And I was like, what? She goes, you got back from Michigan and that was sitting in the bottom of your backpack and you didn't know where it came from. Dude, he got you. He got me. And I forgot that somebody got me. How cra- And it was Miyagi. It was absolutely Miyagi. Has to be. I don't know anybody else who was yes, like. Yes, dude. was who was putting rocks in the bottom of my backpack. But yeah, so so he got me, and I didn't even realize it until two years later. <laughs> he's, do, he's done that to me, dude. He's got me at the rocks. He he claims he didn't do it. The pine cones with the bird poop and the leaves. He claims he doesn't. He didn't do it, but somebody at Mount Rushmore did it. And there's a big prankster in that group, and his name's Miyagi on the trail. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, I will tell you, next week... We have Jason Wish coming on. If you don't know who that is, incredible athlete, man. Farmer and athlete. And not just him. It's a twofer next week, folks. We've got Jason Wish and his trainer, Jeff Garmeyer, coming on together. Oh, is Jeff Garmeyer's coming too? Well, yeah, I told you that. Oh, my God. That means I have to get merch this week because he said the next time he comes on the show, we had some kind of bet that – I would have merch before the next time he comes on, or he would do something. I'll have to go back and check. But that means this week, I'm going to have to figure merch out, bro. I got to figure something it, out, folks. It may happen. It it may finally happen. I'm about to be pushed over the cliff. Yeah, Jason Wish. <laughs> Jason Wish. He uh, he has now held every record, if I'm not mistaken, for the unsupported, the self-supported, yeah. and supported 
Um, fastest known times on the Sheltoe Trace here in our lovely state, the bluegrass state of Kentucky. So please make sure you check out the, the next episode and join in all the fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Anytime Garmeyer's on here, man, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a great week next week. Awesome having Jeremy on today. I can't believe we haven't had him on until now. <laughs> I feel horribly guilty, and we need to fix that and have him on again sooner than it took this time. I agree. Everybody enjoy uh, Monday Night Football. Absolutely. So for myself and Jeremiah, we will catch you guys on the next one. Adios, folks.